she has a year to train and fight for her life against herself. Today I'm talking about Duel. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about duel which is a kind of high concept science fiction movie uh, with a very punerific title uh, that is i think it's fantastic it's just a wonderful bit of kind of a deadpan treat with a lot of interesting things to say and one that is currently available on hulu so i highly recommend checking it out if you haven't already so without further ado let's get started As science fiction franchises have gotten bigger and bigger, whether it's Star Wars or the latest superhero movie, I found myself drawn more to offbeat and independent science fiction films. Small-scale, high-concept movies that provide something different and frequently more engaging than the blockbuster fare. High-concept is a term that movie writers throw around a bunch, but in essence, a high-concept movie is a movie where the concept is the hook versus an emotional investment or the characters. Christopher Nolan's non-Batman movies typically fit into this category. Inception's high concept is going into people's dreams to complete mind heists. Tenant is a time travel journey to save the world, working in multiple directions. I bring all this up because Duel takes its high concept and turns it into something unexpected. Karen Gillan plays Sarah, a depressed alcoholic whose rough life gets even rougher when she gets a terminal diagnosis. She has a terminal illness that will end her life. Hoping to make the transition for her family easier, Sarah decides to buy a double to operate in her stead once she's gone, essentially a clone that looks and behaves almost exactly like her. There's just one problem. Sarah's illness goes away. Now she has a year to prepare for a fight to the death to determine who the real Sarah will be. In case you haven't traced what this film's high concept on commercial, and clones are now used to replace people who are going to die by means besides old age and sudden occurrences. If you've got a terminal illness, you can purchase a double who will spend the rest of your time alive learning what they can about you so they can seamlessly integrate into your life after the fact. That's the first part. The second part is that if that illness goes away and the double doesn't want to be killed, then there's a fight to the death between the two parties after a year. Kind of Hunger Games-ish, but more capitalism trying to solve the pain of dying and leaving people behind with a product. Oh, and they broadcast the duels. In a great hook, and it's a great hook, and it means that our lead Karen Gillan gets to turn in two solid performances as Sarah and Sarah's double. What's fun and darkly funny here is that because Sarah's double doesn't come with all of the emotional experience and baggage that Sarah does, she quickly takes over every aspect of her doppelganger's life. It's like Gillen is getting to play movie Karen Gillen when she plays the double and a clinically depressed person when she plays the real Sarah. All of this sounds like it could and should play like a tense psychological thriller with action beats peppered in. And in any other writer-director's hands, it probably would be. But Duel doesn't doesn't because its creator is Riley Stearns. And Stearns brings the darkly funny deadpan. Stearns' last movie is a film called The Art of Self-Defense, which is basically like a grown man going through a darker version of The Karate Kid. What makes the movie a personal favorite for me, at least within recent memory, is its tone, which is as dry as hell and deadpan. So what does this look like in a movie where people train to do martial arts or kill another version of themselves? 
In The Art of Self-Defense, it means a lot of dead serious discussions about how belts made for karate geese make the characters feel strong in public. An absurd idea played entirely straight. In Duel, this comes from people dealing with violent and terrifying situations like they're not a big deal. The majority of this film's second act is dedicated to Sarah learning how to fight and kill Sarah's double, with Aaron Paul's coach assisting. All with the seriousness of a private tutor preparing someone for their SATs versus murder. For instance, casually showing Sarah a bunch of dead bodies and having her identify how they were killed. No mention of how weird or fucked up this all is, just sifting through shots of dead people to mentally prepare to take a life. You know, regular stuff. It's not for any, everyone, but it means that the small reversals like Sarah's unexpected payment method for her lessons or her doctor talking about her problems while giving a terminal diagnosis hit way harder than they have any right to. All of which is conveyed via a static camera and next to nothing in the background via score and sound effects. It also means that the movie can twist the knife after having a bit of fun. Which brings us to the movie's real main idea. Like a lot of the best sci-fi stories, Duel is using its cloning technology to make points about human nature, in particular about fear surrounding death, the crushing reality of existence and how the world doesn't seem to care, and the selfishness of the selfishness of the people around us. Now, it's pretty clear that Sarah is dealing with some version of clinical depression, made obvious by her alcohol abuse, how she dresses, how she doesn't seem to take care of her, herself, and her desperate pleas for attention from her boyfriend who is working out of town. The movie's best trick is making her difficult to be around, which is what happens when people are depressed. So when she finally goes too far and has to make a trip to the ER, she decides she's going to turn things around. And that's when the terminal diagnosis comes in. From here on out, everyone in Sarah's life, including her boyfriend, family, and doctor, talk around Sarah and don't address how she's feeling. As soon as the double is introduced, everyone in Sarah's life abandons her in favor of the double who doesn't have all of Sarah's baggage. But Sarah isn't looking to die alone or to spare anyone's feelings. She wants to keep living in spite of how bad her life has been and felt. And once you open up that can of worms, you start to wonder, why the hell does this industry exist in the first place? Are we that scared of death and depression and terminal illness that we bully people into covering up their pain with a literal replacement human that's easier to deal with? And that's before we get to suggestions that the people Sarah is, are trying to please are the same reason she ended up depressed in the first place. The verdict is it's darkly insightful. Taking its high concept to unexpected places, Duel gives its lead actor a chance to shine while making some incisive points about human nature. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.